and we are live. Welcome to Daily Confidence for Entrepreneurs. My name is Mustafa Hosseini, and I'm your host for the show at Daily Confidence. We share tips and actionable advice and strategies that you can use on a daily basis to boost your confidence uh, when it comes to running your business. During the show and after the show, uh, we have draws and we give away gifts to people that watch and join the um, program. If and for you to enter the draw, you need to uh, like the show, subscribe to our channel. If you are on uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, or any on LinkedIn or whichever channel you're on, comment uh, as we talk about uh, the different ideas with our um, guest experts and or ask questions about the topic that we are talking about. You can also tag friends who could benefit from the show and the stuff that we talk about and uh, uh, follow us on favorite uh, on your favorite platform. If you're listening to this on, on Apple, Google, Spotify, subscribe to the channel and make sure to give us a, a review of what you thought the topic or the interview and the guest expert was. If also, if you have any questions, you can post it uh, on the podcast channel and take it from there. Now, one of the ways that we help our audience boost their confidence when it comes to running their business is by creating and implementing their one-page marketing plan. Now, the problem that we solve and we fix is the facts that fact that most coaches and consultants and, and business owners are poking around at different marketing ideas, tools, systems, processes, programs, softwares, and you name it, and they do that aimlessly without any goals, plans, or directions that causes a lot of confusion, frustration, anxiety, overwhelm, and you name it. So what happens is they experience daily setback and failures when it comes to running their business, and they get all, you know, overwhelmed and depressed and sometimes they quit their business and whatnot so there's that lack of results so what we do is we help them consolidate and simplify everything that they need to do onto a one-page marketing plan so that they could use that on a daily basis right you see most plans that are out there with businesses uh, are massive, multiple pages, tens or hundreds of pages of a marketing plan that is usually sitting somewhere collecting dust. And the plan that is sitting somewhere collecting dust, or if it's a digital file that is lost in a computer folder, you really cannot do much with it. And so if it's a one-page plan, then you could uh, use it, you could check in on it on a daily basis, know the priorities, know the KPIs, and having the plan for to begin with, having a goal, knowing exactly what you want, gives you confidence in your business. Like how many, how much sales do I want, right? In the next three to 12 months, how many customers do I need to serve and support to help me reach my, uh, what you might call it, uh, revenue goals, right? Once that's clear, then we can set the plan on how we're going to get there. Here's our goal and what is the plan to get there. Once we set that, once we have a clear written goal and a simple plan to reach there that boosts our business confidence, right? Because one, I know what I want. Two, I have a plan with details uh, on how I'm going to get there. Okay. Now, the analogy that I usually use is uh, when people try to build a house. You see, most houses, when we when you try to build them, you complete the plan, you complete the blueprint and the design on paper first, and then you start building. You don't start building and then decide to uh, design and build a house, right? or a car or an engine, or, you know, when you try, try to design something, you put the blueprint first and you start building it phase by phase as you go through. So 
it is it is it is essential and important to have that plan and you've got to know what the finished product would look like okay now even when it comes to building a house yes you have the finished blueprint and the layout and you would um what you might call it um make modifications as you go but when you try to what you might call it uh build the house you can make modifications as you go right i mean you got the foundation and then you've got the um uh the design and the layout and uh, you can just go out there and make uh different uh changes for the house that you're building right however the overall plan is finished first then you start building now what happens is with most business owners is that they run a business and they don't know exactly what it is that they're trying they are trying to achieve they don't know their goal how much revenue do i want revenue do i want do you want well i don't know okay well if you don't know how much revenue do you want how are you going to achieve it it's going to be impossible to achieve and reach something if you don't know what it is right that's like the number one reason where business owner owners fail in their businesses they don't know what they want number two who do you serve a mistake that most business owners make is that um, they try to serve everybody and anybody right and what happens is um uh, uh when you try to serve everybody you end up serving nobody right and so what needs to happen is you need to identify your target market and your niche market Next thing that you need to identify and get very clear on is what you do for that target market. Okay. So that I, you, it goes in the uh, format of I help X get Y. Okay. And so once you get that all figured out, you have a plan, then you become a lot more confident when it comes to running your business. So today we have an amazing guest expert my my uh guest expert today is Stephen rowell welcome Stephen. thank you for having me it's great to be here great to have you so um i have known uh, Stephen for like a couple of months now and we connected right away and i am really glad that we actually connected it's one of those connections where you say you know i wish i met this guy 10 years ago or 20 years ago and uh, it's been a fruitful uh, friendship. And uh, today we are talking about how to build bulletproof confidence with two questions. Okay. So let me do the pro proper introduction for um, Stephen. And we're going to go from there. Now, before I, I, we get started, let me, I'm just going to finish up the conversation that I started. And then that is if you wanted to build your one page marketing plan, we run simple marketing formula and you could uh, uh i'm going to put the link in the show notes you could check it out and join us and build your one page plan and boost your confidence when it comes to running your business now back to steven who i uh am really looking forward to um chatting with so steven rowell is a former walt disney world and disney university leader change management consultant entrepreneur and philanthropist who licensed his patient satisfaction system to 1,100 hospitals. He is the author of Success from Inside Out and Jumpstart Your Creativity books. His newest book, How to Connect with Anyone, Anywhere, at Any Time, comes out later this year. Today, Stephen helps speakers and consultants license their best programs and corporate sponsorships and launch their first high-end mastermind programs and groups welcome steven steven you're muted i can't there hear we you. go there we go 
I um, even have this to remind myself that you are on mute, Steve. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. How's your day going so far? It's going great. Thanks so much for having me. And I have to say, I um, did your simple marketing formula weekend last month. And, you know, obviously I'm an advanced experienced marketer and business owner. But what I wanted to share was it was a great way for me to take three days and just step off the carousel of my busy life and focus on my business. And I have to tell you, two of my big breakthroughs that I had from that one, I was thinking about one of the divisions of my company and the laser focus that we wanted to have. And that's one of the really powerful things about doing a marketing plan, right? A one page marketing plan in three days or less, which was awesome. But the other thing I wanted to share with you was simply because I did that work with you and that was just what, three weeks ago, I have actually gotten crystal clear about saying no to things that are not the highest value activity. So for instance, I'm um, shutting down a project that I was going to be doing, but it's now a bright, shiny object because it doesn't fit. And then the other thing is I've told a business partner that we're no longer going to go after this one um, project. So I just have to tell you that just, and that's just the tip of the iceberg for me, um, but just that whole idea of getting laser focused on a one page marketing plan is absolutely genius. So thanks for letting me be a part of that last month. Appreciate it. Thank. Great to have you. And you're you're one of the people that I really enjoy hanging out with. So it was great to have you. And I, I really appreciate having you there. So let's get it started, shall we? Sure. Tell us about your story. What's the story behind what you do these days? How did you, where did sure. you start? Sure. So um, a couple things, just in terms of context, I think today we're living in, my wife's a documentary filmmaker and has done feature length films. And I keep telling her that I think an amazing documentary would be about this pandemic of loneliness that we're experiencing on this planet. Um, mm -hmm. We're more digitally connected than ever before, but I think we truly are um, feeling a sense of loneliness. And so what I wanted to share today was something that I believe is a simple yet very powerful way to kind of reconnect to other people, but also to bolster your confidence when you are perhaps um, as an entrepreneur feeling alone or feeling that sense of loneliness or feeling like people don't understand you or um, you're just not really feeling like you have that team around you that can support you and drive you forward. So would it be valuable if I share with you kind of one quick example of how this whole paradigm for me came about? Would that be valuable? Absolutely. Okay. So I was in college. It was back in the 1980s. I was 19 years old and um, the internet didn't exist back, obviously back then. And I'd been in a college class and we saw this video by Tom Peters called In Search of Excellence. And it was talking about what makes these different companies great, like Disney and FedEx and all these great companies. And so what I did is I went back to my dorm room and I picked up the phone. It was on the wall back then in my dorm room. And I picked up my phone off the wall and I dialed 1-800-555-1212, which was the national number for information. And I asked to be connected to Walmart, to the corporate headquarters of Walmart in um, Bentonville, Arkansas. So sure enough, after a few switches, I got connected. And then once I got to Walmart, I asked to speak to Sam Walton, the founder. And I was ultimately connected to Sam Walton's assistant, who obviously has paid lots of money to be his gatekeeper and to protect his time and his calendar. So anyway, I got through to her. And what I said was, hi, my name is Stephen Rowell. And I was just curious. And then I asked the question. And this question um, caused her to simply say, wow, that's so sweet. And she's very patronizing to me. And what was interesting is I sat on the phone for about a minute and a half. Next thing you know, Sam Walton gets on the phone and he says, hello, this is Sam. How you doing? And I said, hi, Sam. My name is Stephen Rowell. I'm just curious. If you look back on your entire career with building Walmart, I'm just curious if you would have five minutes just to tell me the secret to your success. And unbelievably, for the next two hours, he talks to me. And there's no laptop. There are no laptops back then. There's no internet. I'm sitting there with a ballpoint pen, writing down notes as fast as I can. I'm getting writer's cramp. And the next thing you know, in the middle of that call, Sam says, you're the son I never had. And I'm like, what? And I was blown away. So sure enough, you go today, I'm 54 years old, but today, and I've done over 1,200 of these phone calls. And what's interesting is today, only one of his children actually got involved in Walmart. And that's S. Robson Walton who is chairman emeritus of Walmart today. And so I hung up the phone from Sam. I was blown away with the generosity and everything that he shared. And I then picked up the phone immediately and I called FedEx, Federal Express, and I asked for Fred Smith, the founder of FedEx. And sure enough, same thing happens. Hi, Fred, I'm just curious if you'd have five minutes to tell me the secret to your success. Now, this is the second phone call like this that I've ever made. 
And the next thing you know, halfway through the call, he goes, you know, you're the son I never had. And I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, holy cow. So what I figured out, Mustafa, is there were certain things that happened in that phone call that made these um, men just open up and talk about their trials, their tribulations, but also their successes. And I simply sat and listened. And so the first thing is I was blown away that they took my call. Number two, I've taught this concept to lots and lots of people, including entrepreneurship students. And it has resulted in people becoming angel investors or finding angel investors who gave them $100,000 or more to help them with their business and took zero equity. I've had people start nonprofits using this question and really connecting. So the first thing I wanted to share with everybody in terms of today is if you're wanting to boost your confidence, the number one thing for me is get out of your own way, get out of your office, get out of your home, especially in COVID, and reach out and become fascinated and curious about other people. And in doing that, you're no longer alone. That's the first, that's the first big takeaway, Mustafa. Wow. That's quite so that's a true story. You talk to Sam Walton and look, yeah. there's no I so, and then I woke up part. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. So exactly. So not only did I call Sam Walton, but then I talked to Fred. And what's interesting is at the end of the second call, which was Fred Smith, it just came over me that at the end, this is the second question for everybody. At the end of the call, I say, Fred, thank you so much. You've been so generous with your time and sharing your insights. I'm just curious. Is there someone else that you think would be willing to talk to me just as you have? Hmm. And that's the second question that I want people to write down because that's the question that will change your life. What I mean by that is this. I was on the college program as a college intern, for instance, at Disney World, and I had this idea of this five-minute secret phone call conversation. So I called Michael Eisner, the CEO of Disney. And at that time, everything he touched in the movie business touched, you know, turned to gold. He had touched on pictures. We were doing amazing things at Disney. So I called Michael and said, Michael, I'm just curious, if you look back on your entire career at Disney and before, what do you think is the secret to your success? Michael Eisner opens up, starts sharing amazing things, but then here's what happens. Michael, I'm just curious. Thank you so much. You've been so generous at the end of the call. You've been so generous. I'm just curious, is there someone else you think would be willing to talk to me? And he says, well, you love the movie industry, right, Stephen? I said, yes. And he goes, have you ever met Roy, Walt's nephew? And I said, no, but that would be amazing. So here's where your life changes, Mustafa. When you make the second phone call, it sounds like this. Roy Disney hops on the phone and says, any friend of Michael's is a friend of mine. Great to meet you, Stephen. So I call that the halo effect, right? Yeah. So now here's the second layer to boosting everybody's confidence. Now you're no longer alone. You're not trying to pitch. You're not trying to sell. You're not trying to convince people. You're not even trying to influence people. What you're doing is you're simply showing up in a genuine, authentic way of saying, I'm fascinated. I'm curious about you. Second, though, is when you get referred to somebody else, the dynamic completely changes in the sense that they feel that they already know you. So here's the thing that happens in that second phone call, that second person. This is where five times in my own personal life and also with business partners, but then also multiple times out there with people that I've taught this to that second person phone call. It goes like this. Well, tell me more about what you're doing, Stephen. And so then you talk about your business or you talk about your nonprofit, you talk about your mission and here's what they do. Oh, wow. That's fascinating. So tell me a little bit more about that. Next thing you know, if they're interested, if they're hooked into what you do, they'll start asking you questions, but here's what happens. It's the second phone call, that second person that you were referred to where they say, well, tell you what, I'll wire you a hundred thousand dollars and just contact me on a monthly basis. I just want to be an advisor. I just want to be there for you as a mentor. Um, I don't want equity. I just want to be a part of the game. I want to be a part of the startup. I want to help you grow. In other words, what I learned was that the people that are super successful that have already arrived, they're wanting to now give back. It's about legacy contribution. It's about being a mentor and so on. So true story. I've had angel investors that took no equity in the company whatsoever. But I, the one requirement was you better call me on a monthly basis and ask for feedback. Tell me how things are going. And I'll never forget about a year into my very first one. Um, he offered $100,000. I said, I don't need $100,000. I just need 50. And he goes, great. I'll wire you 50,000 and then I'll send you a letter of credit for the other 50. Well, I'm very happy to say I didn't ever use the second 50. I just needed the first 50. But here's what happens. About a year into the relationship, his assistant calls me and says, Stephen, you didn't call last month and we're coming up on 
this next month when you're supposed to call him. I'm letting you know that he's very upset and you better call him. So one of the things I learned at that moment was it wasn't equity in terms of a percentage of equity in my company. He wanted equity in the relationship and he wanted equity in the journey. Hmm. And so what I learned was it's all about honoring that and making sure that you're contacting. So here's what I wanted to share. The, the, the second layer now of confidence that I'm sharing with everybody is this. You can imagine after I've done a, probably 30 or 40 of these calls, I feel bulletproof because all of a sudden I have this whole list of people I can lean on, I can call on, I can get referrals from my yeah. refer people too and so on. So now that I've done this you know, 1200 times in 30 years, you can only imagine how many different industries I know something about, how many people I know, how many people I can connect and so on. But what's exciting is the ripple effect of by sharing this like we're doing this, and that's why I'm so grateful to be with you today, is if somebody that's listening right now takes this idea and simply makes a list of five or six names and just picks up the phone, literally, pick up the phone, forget about the internet, and contact these people and simply say, hi, Mustafa, my name's Steven. I'm just curious, when you look back on your entire career, I saw on LinkedIn that you've done this, this, and this, right? On your LinkedIn profile. I'm just curious, Mustafa, what do you think's the secret to your success? Huh. So how did you get past the gatekeeper again? The big thing with the gatekeeper, it's a great question. The big thing with the gatekeeper is you're not selling any, it's about intent and it's about energy. You're not selling anything. It's almost like, um, gee golly gosh shucks, I was just curious. And in that genuine sense of curiosity, typically, they're so used to getting people that are selling something that basically what you do is you say, hi, my name's Steven. Now watch, I'm gonna give you the secret. With LinkedIn today, you can research, even especially with famous people or not famous people, you can find on LinkedIn typically who the executive assistant is. So what you do is you use the five minute secret conversation with the gatekeeper. So here's what it sounds like. Hi, Sally, my name's Steven Rao. I saw on LinkedIn that you've been with um, Terminal Car for 35 years and you started off as a customer service agent it's amazing how you're the executive assistant of the whole company um i'm just curious when you look back on that what do you think is the secret to your success to be so successful inside hertz for 35 years so here's a quicker version hi sally my name is stephen rowell i saw on linkedin that you started with hertz as a customer service agent in 1973 and now you're the executive assistant of hertz and you and i both know you are really the one that runs the company. And then they'll chuckle, they always do, they'll chuckle because the truth is they're the one that control everything. And so you say, I see that you're, hi, my name's Steven. You're the executive assistant to Hertz Rental Car. I can only imagine that you're really the one that runs the company, not so-and-so, the CEO. So they chuckle, right? So whatever way you wanna get in there, the idea is you connect with them, but what you're gonna do is you're gonna reference their experience, their years of investment in the company or whatever it may be. But the idea is this, hi, Sally, my name's Steven, I'm just curious. When you look back on your journey for 30 years with Federal Express, what do you think is the secret to your success to be so successful as an administrator, you know, as an executive assistant of all of FedEx? Now get ready. You better have your calendar clear. In other words, you don't make one of these calls, Mustafa, when you've got an appointment 30 minutes from now on your calendar. You better have the next two hours of your life clear because get ready, here's what'll happen. These people will talk to you. And the, the big thing that happens is they'll go like this. Even the executive assistant, they'll go, wow, that's a really great question. You know, nobody's ever asked me that. Um, you yeah. know, I was, I was 13 years old, and I remember my grandfather was teaching me how to catch rabbits with a cardboard box, a stick, and a string. And I'll never forget, my grandfather said blank. In other words, what I want everybody to think about is this. There's something about the question. I'm just curious if you have five minutes, if you look back on your entire career, if you look back on the 20 years that you've spent building FedEx or whatever it may be, right? If you look back, I'm just curious, what do you think is the secret to your success? I've tested the question a million different ways, but there's something about when you look back and then you make the reference, right? The 20 years you've spent building Federal Express or whatever, when you look back, there's something about that from a brain science perspective that what happens is the person goes, wow, that's a great question. Nobody's ever really asked me that. Mm -hmm. um, and then they think back and what'll happen is it takes them to some younger period in their life. And what I've learned is that that is when the person starts to open up. And now watch, I'm gonna go back to where I started today. In the midst of what I argue to be the most lonely 
pandemic time in our lives. We're most digitally connected, but we're most disconnected as people. Yeah. All of a sudden you're a human being that shows up and I simply asked. And so now in this world of loneliness, the person goes, well, it's a great question. And the next thing you know, you start having this amazing conversation. That is so you just shared the secret, the secret on how to find a mentor for free and have them write a check for you for a hundred grand. Bingo. <laughs> exactly. So, and then you just gave us the script and the whole thing. So again, if you're watching or listening, Steven and I are talking about how to build confidence in your business on a day-to-day -day basis. Now, one of the ways to get confidence is to go out and reach out to successful people who have done what you're trying to do. Uh, they've done it before. And you just ask, and he just simply shared this simple process uh, to call him and say, uh, hey, I'm just curious. And I don't know, Stephen, I don't know who I heard this from or I learned this from is, and the, one of the well-known people says, learn to be curious, mm -hmm. right? And just learn more and, and, and observe and yeah. ask questions. And so uh, these people are all usually sitting there open and willing to share their experience and their knowledge and expertise and wisdom with someone like me and me, me and you, or if you're young and you're studying, regardless of where you are, yep. I, I'm really fascinated by that story. And, and uh, I can only imagine that you have a wealth of connections sure. through that, the two-step process, basically. Sure, sure. Absolutely. The other thing to think about is this, and it's a, it's a little bit of a paradigm shift for some people is this. Let's say that you're working in um, the automobile industry mm -hmm. and it's automobile sales or whatever it may be. And all of a sudden you hear a story or you see on Google or somewhere you know, out there, you hear a story about somebody who has completely failed. So let's just say as an example, it's an extreme example, but let's just say Elon Musk is famous today. And then all yep. of a sudden Tesla completely fails. It goes under and it's completely Crashes. over, right? Yeah. Here's the idea. It's an extreme example, but here's the idea. Yep. You can do this conversation with a person who quote unquote failed and they'll still take your call, but here's the magic. I argue that you'll actually learn as much if not more from the person who quote failed because you called them and simply said, hi, my name's Steven. I'm just curious. I saw the journey you went on over the last 11 years trying to build XYZ company. And I saw the news just yesterday. I'm just curious. You had to have learned so much through that process. See how I'm switching it? Yeah. I can only imagine how much you must have learned through that process. And um, I also can, I've, I've failed in a business myself. So now you're connecting with them. You say, look, I've, I've failed a couple of times trying to business myself. I'm just curious if you would have five minutes. Um, what are share. some of the lessons? What are some of the lessons you learn from that journey? Now, believe it or not, when you do that, now, some people right now, as soon as you hear that, they go, nobody's going to want to talk to you about their failure. Nobody's going to be willing to stop. That's not the case. Yeah, it's not the case at all. What happens is this big fancy term catharsis. It actually turns out that it's cathartic or therapeutic or helpful or constructive to let people like that talk about the pain, the scars, the mistakes, the failures, because here's what they'll do in the midst of that conversation. They'll actually say to you, get ready. You know, I, I don't, you'll be an hour into this call and you've said maybe three sentences and they'll say, you know, Stephen, I really appreciate this call. Um, I've told you things I've not told anybody, not even my spouse. Um, and I'm not even sure why I told you, but um, thank you so much for listening. Thanks. Thanks for asking. This has been a really great call. That happens both on the successful people and when you're doing it in the context of a failure. And, and guess what? Now you have a friend. Bingo. We just opened up their heart to you and they shared for like an hour or two on the biggest secret. And you were probably the first and maybe only person that reached out and say, hey, can you share with me? Yeah. And Sam, then, Walton, Sam Walton sent me a, a Christmas card every year until the year before he died. Wow. That is major. I'm 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 literally blown away by that by that story. Yep. Wow. Um I, I need time to digest this simple process. <laughs> yep, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and so all right, let's let's explore this. 
tell me about or tell us or tell the people about overcoming the fear of picking up the phone and making that call because most people are like as soon as they try it okay let's say i have uh, uh elon musk's um phone number right and i'm like here's what's going on in my head um elon musk is not going to want to talk to me he's going to be like who is this guy he doesn't know me from a sack of potato and all that internal talk that's going to block me from yep doing that how did you overcome that sure so great great question so first thing is this um i will never forget when i was working at walt disney world we had these opportunities to go in an hour before the theme park the magic kingdom opened right and what we would do is we would be on the other side of the castle we were in fantasy land and we would hide true story we were on stage but we'd be in the bushes and there's a thing called rope drop and it's for guests that stay at disney resort hotels one hour before the magic kingdom opens mustafa you're able to get this little pass and you're able to go into the magic kingdom an hour early you with me so here's the idea they have this rope at the entrance and the rope drops and all the children do what they run they run yeah. down main street right so what i want everybody to visualize is this we're standing in the bushes in the in fantasy land dumbo's flight is going right the attractions up in the air and we're waiting to see who's the first person man woman or child to reach fantasy land and this morning that i'm standing there it's with my team it's a little boy with red hair and his sister who's probably a year or two older and she has red hair and they come running into the fantasy land and they stop and they're just enamored total childlike wonder as they hear the music and they see the Dumbo's flight, right? Of course, not one of us, all of us Disney cast members, not one of us, you know, can help but have a tear in our eye. And we're just completely blown away by childlike wonder. What I want everybody to think about is this. When you're that little boy or girl and you're running into the Magic Kingdom and you're all excited, you're not worried about what you look like, what somebody's going to think. You're not worried about any of that. What you're yeah. worried about is what's on the other side. And when they run through the arch of the castle, right, and they get to Fantasyland, they have no idea what they're going to see. And all of a sudden, they see it. So what I say, Mustafa, is this. Be that little kid running down Main Street filled with the wonder of what's on the other side. I'm just fascinated. I'm curious. Because here's the deal. Number one, you're not selling anything. Number two, you don't have to influence anybody. Number three, believe it or not, just by showing up and asking the question, that in and of itself is the magic. I'm going to say it again. Just showing up to ask the question, that is the magic. And here's why. I'm going to help everybody with another layer to this. Whether it's Elon Musk or the CEO of a company or the founder of a nonprofit, they are surrounded by whom? They're surrounded by a bunch of yes people or a bunch of politically savvy, right, Everything has to be perfect, say all the right things. They're surrounded by people that quite frankly, they don't know if they can trust what they're saying, if they're just hearing what they think they want them to hear, right? So all of a sudden you show up with a childlike wonder and you just say, hey, Elon, I saw an article. Here's a great example. Hey, Elon, I saw an article on uh, Forbes magazine this week and it said X, Y, Z. I'm just curious. When you look back on your whole career, what do you think is the secret to how you were able to achieve that? In other words, Mustafa, it's about how you show up. And so stop thinking that you're trying to sell something. Stop yeah. thinking that you have to convince anybody of anything. That's my number one place to start with your question, Mustafa, is folks, just just stop all that and just show up with the wonder of a kid and go, hey, I'm just curious. Second layer of this, though, is quit worrying about rejection. Now, drum roll, I've done this over 1,200 times only two times in the entire my entire life only twice in my entire life have i had somebody say no wow one it wasn't even the person it was their handler because the handler was an attorney and it was the only time i've ever dealt with a handler that was an attorney not like an agent and the attorney i convinced he was just trying to show his power and so he said no the other person it was just simply a, a woman ceo who is now today a billionaire and for whatever reason it was just not the right time and she said no other than those two people i've never had a person say no never had a person say no except for two two, two people in 1200. wow I, I, I like i like the approach so you're not selling anything 
you have that childlike curiosity going out there, exploring, learning, asking questions, and please hear this listening, right? I'm not calling Elon Musk to dump my opinions on him. I'm asking him questions. So, so there's nothing wrong there. And and people's always ask ask me about this fear of picking up the phone or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like there's that dip. It's like the fear of di- diving off a diving board into a swim swimming pool, right? Mm-hmm. The first phone call that you make, everything else becomes easier, right? Exactly. And I love it. Love the other it. thing, the other thing that's neat for everybody is when you if you do, let's say you do blow it, right? Let's say you make a mistake and yeah. say you blow it and it doesn't go well. So here's what's great. Give yourself a little bit of time and then do what? Well, if you feel like you blew it with the gatekeeper, then go back and do it again with the gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. If you did it with the gatekeeper, but nothing ever happened, that's fine. Wait, put it in your calendar for three months from now and do it again. Because I'm going to tell you, out of all these young people, for instance, like at entrepreneurship schools that I've taught, they've sent me emails sometimes months and years later. They have had people that have been, quote, difficult to get to but they didn't give up and it was on their second or third round of getting back to them. Yeah. It actually did happen. The thing you have, to, you have to remember is all these other people are making all these decisions. They're busy just like you and I are right now. I mean, think about what everybody had to do just now today to even make it to this call. There's a million things they could have in any one of us. There's a million things we could have done to not be on this call. Right. Exactly. So instead of taking all that stuff personally, let it go and say, you know what? Okay. So not today, but when, Okay, so it's not happening today, but when? So hopefully that helps. It's it's just a, it's a different paradigm, Mustafa. It's a different way of seeing yeah. the world. Yeah. Uh, just to add to your point, I, I knew of of this woman who was known for getting hold of impossible people, right? And here was her secret: she tried up to six times, emailing, calling, messaging from different channels, and and she did not stop until she got there. Right. And then we, I, I think we got to understand that these people are busy. It's not like they're sitting there waiting for and nobody show out of, you know, show right. up. And say, right. Hey, tell me right. about your life. Right. So right. they're not waiting and expecting, but by that persistence, after a while, I think most of the people that started from zero and they got to a place, they appreciate that persistence and be like, oh, this guy is actually serious. Let me talk to him. And then you go through that curiosity question. Next thing you know, they open up their heart for a couple of hours and sharing things yeah. that they never share with anyone else. Exactly. So think about this yesterday in LinkedIn yesterday. It was International Women's Day, right? And, yeah. and I'm sorry, I don't remember her name, but the woman that um, is now a billionaire, she uh, created Spanx, right? The I'm women's sorry. outfit. I can't, I can't think of her name. But anyway, um, she did a post yesterday in honor of her best friend. It turns out her best friend died on International Women's Day oh. many years ago. And as a memorial to her friend, Yesterday, she did a LinkedIn post and she talked about the fact that her best friend died and it was her empty bedroom after that. Think about what she's doing, Mustafa. In the LinkedIn post, she's telling the story that it was in her best friend's empty bedroom after she passed that Spanx was created. During the pain period. Exactly. That is today in social media that she's willing in reverence and holding up her memory of her best friend to be that vulnerable to share that Spanx started in the spare bedroom that was created by the loss of her best friend. Hmm. People can find that on LinkedIn today. It was posted yesterday. So what I want you to think about is if you go back to what I'm asserting as the pandemic of loneliness, and now you think about a billionaire woman who has been on Shark Tank as a shark, she's an investor, right? This woman has massive media exposure. And she goes out on LinkedIn on a day of memorial of loss of one of her best friends and shares that level of a story of where the beginning of her company started. What I want you all to think about is there's another way to look at this, which is in the midst of social media where you do have people being vulnerable and putting posts out there, Imagine when you pick up the phone and you talk to them personally, or by the way, it happens in person as well. Imagine how the conversation will be that much more intimate and more meaningful than just a social media post. So that's what I want you to think about is people are opening. I mean, look at TikTok. TikTok now, people are pouring their hearts and souls out 
in a 30 second video on TikTok. Well, imagine if that was a meaningful live conversation. That's, mm. the, that's the power of what I'm talking about is I Absolutely. think people, people are craving authentic, genuine connection today is the bottom line. Absolutely. So I'm going to ask an obvious question and that is, all right, Steven, let's say I pick up the phone and I do these curiosity calls and I get to know yep. uh, a big shot CEO. How does that actually boost my confidence? What is that? What does that have to do with my business and my confidence? Bingo. Brilliant question. Here's the deal. Most of the time when we think about we're not confident, right? What is the, what is the lack of confidence? Well, there's mindset stuff, right? In terms of limiting beliefs and things like that. But there's also what? Have you heard the old saying, um, confidence through competence? Mm -hmm. The big phrase in martial arts, right? Is helping children build confidence through competence. Confidence. In other words, I don't know how to do something. So here's what I want to do to, to tie this up for you. So I'm a business owner. I'm feeling low confidence, low, you know, there's self-esteem, which is a sense of worth. There's low confidence in what I'm doing. So mm -hmm. here's the idea. I'm you muted yourself. There we go. You said, here's the thing. You're muted again. How did that? I don't know why it's doing it. It's just doing it on its own. It's the weirdest thing. Um, all right. So um, the idea is you boost confidence through competence. So uh -huh. when you ask people, oh, you have this great idea, but you haven't launched, or you have this new product, but you haven't done it. And they'll say, well, if you really get down to it, they'll say, well, I just don't have the confidence to pull it off. Or I just don't feel like I'm ready. Or I just don't feel like, right? There's all this litany of stuff, right, Mustafa, that they say. Well, it, a lot of that is, and it's why you're doing the show, is it's in the root of what? Confidence. So the concept is this. If you start to do these calls, like let's say you just did two of these calls a month and you started learning things that you've never even known. So there's the old saying, I don't even know what I don't know, right? I don't even know what I don't know. Well, entrepreneurs face this every day. You go out, you think you've prepared, you think you've done the research and then you go to launch and what happens? It's 10 times harder than you thought it would be, right? Mm -hmm. My point is this, the answer to your question is by expanding your relationships and by learning and listening to others, you will start to fill in missing pieces that up until then you weren't confident about. So here's one of the examples. Let's say you're wanting to do a product launch online, but you've never done one. Yeah. Well, who's the guru, arguably, quote unquote, of product launches? It's Jeff Walker. Jeff Walker. Right. So one example would be do a five minute secret phone call with Jeff Walker. But then what's the next layer? Well, now there are Jeff Walker certified product launch experts, like a gentleman named Stephen Caffrey, who's incredible. Yeah. So all of a sudden through the internet, you find Stephen Caffrey and you do a five minute secret conversation with him about product launches. Now watch, at the end of that Stephen Caffrey conversation, you say, Stephen, thank you. You've been so generous with your time and with your insights. I'm just curious, is there someone else you think would be willing to talk to me about product launches? Now watch. Stephen Caffrey is one of the top certified product launch formula people in Jeff Walker's world. You think Stephen's going to send you to another person that's got some other great experiences? Sure. Yeah. So when he then says, well, tell me about your product launch. What is it that you're wanting to do? And then you've got to be ready with your 30 seconds, right? I help these people, right? I help X do Y, which is yep. what you teach. Mm -hmm. Once they're clear about that, then they'll say, oh, you know what? I have a buddy who's an expert in product launches in the health and wellness space which is what you're wanting to do. Tell you what, I'll be happy to introduce you. So the concept is it's by you getting out of your own way, getting on the phone. And by the way, I just gave everybody a million dollar tip, which is go make a list of people that you want to contact that have already done what you're trying to do. Mm -hmm. That's a writer downer, Mustafa, is go make a list of people that have already done what you're wanting to do. And then just go from that perspective and just keep doing the calls. What will happen is you'll basically in about five or six people, you'll you'll have basically a master's degree in that topic because you simply interviewed these people. And remember, the other thing I want people to write down is it's not just the secrets to your success, but later in the conversation, you can flip it and say, well, I can imagine during this journey with all the success you've had, I'm sure there have been times that you've experienced challenges or even possibly failures. Is that right? And they'll go, oh, absolutely. And then what, are you, what will they say? 
I've experienced way more failures than I have successes. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more about that. And then get ready. That's when they're going to teach you pearls of wisdom. And so that goes back to my grandfather, which is why why go and learn it yourself when you can learn from someone else ten times faster? Absolutely. In terms and of cheaper. this context, no, and cheaper. <laughs> cheaper. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, and without the scars. <laughs> exactly. You don't have to have the scars. Yep. Hmm. So does that help in terms of translating that into confidence? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I'm going to go back to what we talked about earlier. And that is you said that when you did this mm -hmm. 1200 times, you only had like two, two people over the years that you didn't connect with. Yep. Now let's say that as a, let's say, let's hypothetically say that six out of 10 calls actually say no to you. Okay. Let's imagine that out of 10, big people that I want to connect with, I end up actually connecting with two or three of them that will end up in, in a relationship or some sort of a fruitful future or a mentorship or something. Would, wouldn't that be worth it if, if we did that, right? Mm -hmm. And then, uh, and I guess as you talked about building competence, I'm sure as we start making these calls, we get better at this asking follow-up questions, being more curious. Maybe we'll come up with a checklist of questions that I'm going to ask. And I have like a, you know, a, a gallery of questions that I could just pop up and be like, all right, what do you think about this? How is that? How is yeah. this? Right? Yeah. And then built that competence. And now if you have a conversation with a big shot under your belt, mm -hmm. that gives you confidence. If you developed a relationship over the years and months to come with that person and that person becomes your mentor, that gives you confidence. You can walk around and say, I got mentored by Elon Musk himself. Doesn't that give us confidence? Absolutely. Yep. Right? Yep. Um, the other thing is, remember, it's that second question at the end of the first call. It's that person that refers you to someone else. Remember, when Michael Eisner, the CEO of Disney, refers me to Roy Disney, Walt's nephew. Yeah. The the exponential magnificence of this is the power of the halo effect. When when uh, Roy Disney says, "Any friend of Michael's is a friend of mine." Great to meet you. So yes, it's not only, and I love what you said. So two or three out of ten people, that's great. But guess what? It's two or three out of 10. And then two of those three refer you to one other person. Absolutely. Those two people that you were referred to in my experience and with others that I've taught this to those two people, that second tier, these two are the people that are going to change your life. Absolutely. These two are where the angel investor comes from. This is where the, Hey, I have a friend who just started a nonprofit. Hey, I have a friend who's a CEO of a corporation who was, you know, um, a victim of domestic violence and they would love to support your domestic violence charity. In other words, it's the connecting the dots. Yeah. And, and then it starts that chain effect that you just keep going next person, next person. And it, it, it could be a never ending yep. web of pe new people and amazing influential yep. experience people that you can come across. Yep. So let All me right. give you one, let me give you one that happened just recently. Okay. In the last in the three weeks ago, I taught a young man, who has started a new 501c3, started a new nonprofit. And three weeks ago, he took the five minute secret concept and he made a list of 20 people that were more corporate CEO types that he thought would become sponsors to support the cause, right? To support the mission. Here's what's amazing, Mustafa. In three weeks, this was yesterday on the phone, three weeks. He has seven people that are now board, members of board, the board of directors, and they're having their first board meeting on Sunday to move forward in three weeks. Wow. Nice. Because, no, that, because you, just gave a, yeah. you just gave a master class on this and, and I, and I, I really love it. I'm actually pumped up about what we talked about. doesn't happen very often, but <laughs> that's great. <laughs> that's great. All right. So, um, tell us about what you do these days and who you serve. Oh, sure. So what I do, I'm a 25 year change management consultant and professional speaker. And what I do today is with strategic speaker Institute. What we do is we help professional speakers, typically business corporate type speakers and business consultants. What we do is we help them do three things. One, we help them launch their first high end mastermind group. 
for their own clients. Number two, we help them license their best programs to other companies or universities. And then third, we help them land five and six figure corporate sponsorships, either to um, create, for instance, the publishing of a book and a speaking tour or to do a corporate campaign around the country. But it's really licensing your best programs, landing corporate sponsorships, and then launching your first high-end mastermind. So for instance, a mastermind for corporate executives that's $25,000 per person, for instance. But very nice. Yep. Very nice. And I've seen it firsthand. You, you, uh, Stephen knows what he's talking about. He's been at it for a long time. Now I understand that you're sh sharing a gift with us, a five-minute secret blueprint gift. Yes. About that. Yes. So since um, this will be my fifth book, but this new book, How to Connect with Anyone Anywhere at Any Time, is coming out later this year. And so basically what I'm doing is if you go to talk with Stephen, that's Stephen, S-T-E-V-E-N, talk with Stephen. Com. You can simply book a 15-minute call, and what I'll be happy to do is after you book that call, simply um, connect with me. I'll be happy to answer any questions you have. But then what I'll do is I'll send you the actual process blueprint of exactly how to do these calls, and it'll talk about the scripts to use and how to deal with you know objections that might come up or um, how to really position it, how the conversation itself goes, the questions you want to ask, the question at the end verbatim, like how do you ask that final question? So it's basically a turnkey blueprint okay, for the whole process. And that's just my gift back to anybody that's interested. Um, I've been amazed in the last three months of podcast interviews and summits that I've been a speaker, a guest on, how many people are starting nonprofits, Mustafa? Mm -hmm. And it's incredible how people that are starting their own nonprofits or they're looking to get a board of advisors or strategic advisors, mentors, or board of directors for their own companies, whether it's nonprofit or for-profit, I'm amazed how this process has accelerated for people the ability to get that group of mentors, advisors around them. Um, the other is the angel investor piece. I mean, the angel investor piece is not hyperbole. That's not exaggeration. It's real. There are people that will say, well, let me, why are you $50,000? I want to be a part of the game. I want to be a part of the, right? It's the whole psychology because they've already made their money. They're already... Most of these people that you're they're good, they're, they're good. They're looking at a way to give back. The yes. other thing is to tie back to you're the son I never had. What I found Mustafa with entrepreneurs is so many of them wish their children would be interested. And you and I are, you know, the father of children ourselves. And so of course I've had the days of thinking that my teenage son, it would be great if my son, you know, took up after me with my business. So when they don't have that in their life, that's another connection is they want to help you simply because you're the son or daughter they never had. So it's another part of it. Yep. It's very I think exciting. Another topic for another day would be how to build curiosity into our children. So we have them become entrepreneurial and or take over the business. Obviously, they have their natural way of thinking and what they want to do. But yep. if they're, the, I mean, I want my, my, my kids to be entrepreneurial. Uh, yep. I don't know. Maybe they're going to prove me wrong and become an artist, but we'll see. Yep. Um, so, gang, uh, if, if you're listening or watching uh, to get access to uh, Stephen's five-minute secret blueprint to build confidence in your business and book a call with him, as you could see and you could sense, Stephen has been around for well over 20, 30 years. He knows what he's talking about. He just gave us a master class on how to connect, build that network, which, by the way, we need a network. It's a must. It's a need to build a business and to grow and scale. And so having that network alone gives us the confidence, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I always say that it, ta it takes a village to raise a kid, but it takes a city to run a business, right? <laughs> yep, absolutely. And you need to have that city. You need to have that network of all these uh, people to um, build and grow and scale your business. And what better way than the, the, the amazing, simple, uh, process that Steven shared with us. So if you want a secure conversation with Steven, go to talkwithsteven.com and pick a time so you can chat. Now, Steven, a uh, couple of questions for you. What are uh, the top two or three books that have made a massive difference in your life or business? So great question. I would say um, definitely four hour work week. Mm -hmm. by Tim Ferriss. Um, I would say um, 
Yeah, there's so many. Um, I would say Seth. Maybe Godin, an aha moment. Massive. Seth, Seth, Seth Godin. You can get it as an audiobook. Seth Godin's The Dip. Yeah. Is yep. It's simple but profound. Yeah. It's about when you're in the valley, and you're thinking of, you're about to give up. It shows how actually some of the greatest people, greatest successes have come just on the other side of that dip. But some people quit too too early. They give up too early. And That's they were right at the cusp of something great. So the dip is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also, um, wow, there's so many. Um, oh, I think anything by Larry Wingett is incredible. Like success is your own damn fault or um, grow a pair. Um, you're broke because you want to be. Any of those that Larry Wingett, I mean, Larry Wingett really shoots it straight and says, look, this is, you know, get out of your own excuses and your own, get out of your own way. Um, those are all really great. Anything that you usually recommend people to read, people around you? Um, all the time you're like, you've got to read this book. Hmm. I will say, um, as old as, as quote old as it is, um, Seven Habits for Highly Effective People is profound. And especially if you're not from business and you're just, um, looking at life in general in other words, it doesn't have to be just about business it's really about kind of the key drivers of of how to really be a person a man or woman of character and to really have a good focus on that um there's so many though um man i'm good there so let's ask you the next question yep if you had an ad on facebook or google that everyone could see everyone on the planet what would your message be Um, it doesn't have to be this hard. Just ask. It, it doesn't have to be this hard. Just ask. Just ask. I love it. Tell me more about that. Um, it's really the spirit of what we've been talking about today, which is, I think people struggle so much when they try to do it alone. And when they try to go either because of pride or fear or not knowing or genuine, you know, dictionary definition of ignorance, um, they simply go the hard way. Um, we were Emerson Brantley, my business partner, and I were felt led last February in the midst of COVID to start a free Friday virtual mastermind group for professional speakers and consultants because we knew that these people were going to get 50, 60, 70 percent of their income taken away from them within 30 to 60 days. I mean, mm-hmm. we, we have a gentleman that shows up every Friday that lost eight hundred thousand dollars in 30 days of book of book business. Right. So. I mean, when you're a $20,000 keynote speaker and you lose 40 events, that's 800 grand before you even knew what hit what, what hit you, right? So we created that Friday group for one hour simply as a way to create safety and community for people that we knew were going to be struggling. So um, for me, it's really about building community. The other thing that if you really want to put me on a soapbox, this whole thing where people think, oh, but Stephen, I can't go to that mastermind group because they're my competition. If you genuinely think that three other people doing quote unquote the same topic you're doing are competition and that there's not enough on this planet for all four of you, you are living in a world of scarcity that I just, I feel sorry for you because, and you, I know you have the heart for this with what you're doing with simple marketing formula. Simply look, let the other three people do what they do, right? I mean, there's, there's a hundred thousand chiropractors. We're well, going to not become a chiropractor because there's other chiropractors. No, what you could do is become a chiropractor. What? that specializes in children, right? Specializes in people 50 years and older, um, specializes with women that are moms after pregnancy, right? And wanting to get them healthy back up. In other words, and that's really where I I honor you, Mustafa, is you're really a messenger around that, which is don't just say I'm a chiropractor. Well, okay, so what? In other words, be who you are for, for a cause, for a reason, for, you know, somebody that you wanna help and then build a community around that. That's my quick answer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, was there one piece of advice that you received over the years that made a massive difference for you? And what would it be? Um, There's so many, but I'm going to give you one that I think will help people here that are entrepreneurs. Um, No one, it's no offense intended, by the way, to your spouse. But stop asking your spouse what they think about your marketing message in your postcard or in your direct mail piece or on your web page. 
if they're not your dream client. In other words, stop asking your friends what they think about your you know, new book cover or the title of your book, right? Stop worrying and asking if they're not the person that's gonna buy the book. It's the, big, it's the biggest mistake people make, right? So the one idea is stop asking for people for feedback that it's not valuable because it's not who your buyer is. The other piece though, the other side of that same coin, Mustafa, is you are not your own customer. So stop making decisions as if like with your as, as, if, you're your customer. as if you're your customer. You're not. Yeah. You don't know what your customer is going to buy or mm -hmm. not until you go ask them, right? Yeah, so, I'm guilty of that. I've done that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I think the quintessential one in information marketing today is people spend nine months of their lives building the perfect info product, right? But they painfully, they never went and asked the people that would buy it whether that's what they wanted. Exactly. And you and I both, and you and I both know the rest of that story, and I've done it twice in my own life. Mm-hmm built an entire product that nobody wanted because I never asked what they wanted. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, so the, 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 or needed wanted or needed. Right. Exactly. So I, I heard this from Laura Langmar uh, and she, she says she sells a book becomes a bestseller before even starting to write a book. So there's the cover, there's the outline and then they, you know, they become a bestseller and they're like, Oh, it's going to be delivered on, you know, <laughs> such and such date. Yep. That's a better way to go about it than spending two years to write a book and then figure out nobody wants that topic. Exactly. Or, right? And that's true of a product, a service, or consulting, anything, is go sell it first and then, you know, develop it, build it. Go. In other words, go ask the market. Do they even care? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we got to do the market research and do, do validation, validate the idea yep. Yep. on whether we want it or not. Now, Last question, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? Um, you're gonna fail. You're gonna fail a lot more than you are successful. And instead of losing 10 years of your life through depression and self-beat up, stop and feel the pain of the failure and of the loss, but don't define yourself by the failure. Love it. Steven, is there anything you would like to add before we wrap up something we didn't talk about? I would just say, I would just invite people to do this. Sure, you can make the list and you can get the process blueprint from booking the call with me and so on, but what I'll share with you is this. I had a young man at Temple University who was an older MBA student or uh, entrepreneurship school student. He was about in mid thirties, older than most of the kids at that time that would be in that program. And he said, I hadn't talked to his dad in 10 years and been estranged from his father for 10 years. And I said, well, what if you do this? What if you simply take the five minute secret question, call your dad and say, Hey dad, I know we haven't talked in 10 years, but when you look back on being the father of five kids, my four brothers and myself, and you look back on your career, hey dad, what do you think is the secret to your success? That young man did that at Temple University and three months later he wrote me an email and he poured his heart out in the email and he said, Stephen, I had a two and a half hour conversation with my dad and we've now been talking every week and I hadn't talked wow. to him in 10 years. So wow. what I want everybody to think about is this isn't just about business. This is about any human being on the planet that you want to deeply connect with or reconnect with. Simply get out of your own way and say, gee golly gosh shucks, I was just curious. Do you have five minutes to tell me the secret of how you did blank, did X, Y, Z? And then just listen. Love it, love it, love it. Steven, this has been a pleasure. I Thanks. really appreciate you. Gang, if you're watching or listening, go to talkwithsteven.com. It's gonna be in the show notes as well. And if you wanted to have a conversation with um, this brilliant man, you could you could secure a time with him there. And thank you for joining us again. Uh, if you want to, if you're watching or listening, you're wanting to become more confident with your business, you can join us at Simple Marketing Formula. Uh, the link is going to be in the show notes. You could uh, um, click in there and check for the upcoming dates. And again, if you have any questions, comments, uh, you enter the draw for the gift that we would be giving away uh, throughout the week. 
So for that, you need to like and subscribe to the channel, comment, ask a question about the topic that we talked about, tag a friend who could benefit from this conversation and or rate the um, uh, our show on various platforms, maybe on Apple, Google, Spotify or whatnot. And you enter the draw, you can ask, actually ask your questions there as well. And if there's someone that you would like me to interview, if you have any questions for me, send it to us. You could go to our website, which with the links are going to be there and we'll make sure to cover that or we're going to go reach out and I'm going to use Stephen's uh, uh, curiosity method to go and uh, bring people out on the show so we could. Um, am I on mute? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> so that you could bring him on the show and uh, uh, bring him on. Stephen, thank you for your time. Have a great rest of your day and we'll see you gang. If you're watching listening, we'll see you next week. Bye now. Take care, guys.